This episode of the Rock and a Hard Place podcast brought to you by Tweaked Audio at tweakedaudio.com. Use the code HARDPLACE and get 33% off of your order. That's tweakedaudio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rock in a Hard Place podcast. We've uh, had a couple of weeks off, but we are back at it again. Paul's internet is is working well, and everything is good to go. In fact, here's the man right here, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Gibson. What up, people? It is Paul Gibson from the Christian Rod 20 Countdown, and so excited to be back on this. My Saturdays felt like they were unusually free, and uh, lack of responsibility was running rampant, and so... I feel good to be back. Yeah, no, it's very nice to be able to be back in the saddle, so to speak. We've got uh, about a thousand things to talk about. We probably will not get through them all uh, just because there's not enough time. And considering that we're a half hour late uh, than our normal start time, just because of all the playing around and everything that we've been trying to do and getting stuff ready. Uh, we're trying out some new software to run the live stream of the podcast. So if you uh, if you want to see what, we do while we talk uh well then you need to get busy and get on over to the uh you need to get on over to the pod uh, to the uh, live stream at ustream.tv slash rock and a hard place podcast best thing to do actually is to go to uh go to our facebook page and take a look yeah. at everything through our facebook page that's uh that's the best way to link up to what we have going on here uh, and while you're there you need to be liking that facebook page yeah. too don't even think you're getting out of that absolutely that's definitely the way to go so i'm gonna pause the video because it's distracting me uh i don't want to watch myself talk after i've already <laughs> talked that's just a little bit uh, just a little bit awkward just a little bit awkward. Get a little bit awkward. So, Paul, it's been two weeks, man. What's been going on with you? We haven't really, I mean, we've been talking shop the whole time. We haven't really had a chance to catch up at all about what's going on. Oh, man, just lots of lots of uh, baby stuff, going to doctor's visits and getting baby shower stuff set up and all that crazy stuff. We found out from the last ultrasound that evidently we are going to have a big baby because she's in the 94th percentile. Oh, wow. <laughs> So that Sarah will be fun. Will, Sarah will definitely want the meds. <laughs> well, see, and that's just it. We're we're doing the the deal where you don't do the meds. So, oh, man. so it's going to be interesting. But but it's okay. It's okay. It it sounds much more horrible than I think it will be, just because <laughs> of all the stuff that we've learned. I feel I feel very good about it, and gotcha. so does Sarah. So I think right. I think we're in a good spot. So all we'll right. see how it goes. Wow, wow, good deal. <laughs> I tell you, if she makes it without the meds, she is totally brave and a lot stronger person than most people. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I have nothing but but props uh, yeah. for, for that. I have a friend of ours who opted for no meds and the babies were upside down. So all oh, of yeah. her labor was back labor. And she uh -huh. ended up breaking her tailbone both times when both kids were born. Uh, it, oh, my goodness. Not even not even once. Not even once. I would not. Oh. I just. I'm glad it's not men who have babies. <laughs> Can we just say that? I am glad it's not men that have babies. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. 
you're like, but there was that one time after that really big cheese pizza that I was, you know, but you know, it's probably still not the same thing, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, we we're not going to go there. We're definitely yeah. not going to go there. Yeah, nothing is more encouraging when you're at summer camp than somebody saying, come here, you got to come see this. Why are we going to the bathroom? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I don't. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, sir. Please don't make me. Please yes, I, make I'm not me. going in there. But it's impressive. No, no. <laughs> uh, well, moving away from poop talk, <laughs> since, you know, this is a this is a Christian podcast. We'll do our best to uh, to try and get away from the poop talk. Um, we've got a bloody ton of news to talk about. So yeah. let's uh, let's kind of dive into some of this stuff and see how far we get. I don't know that we have a main topic uh, because we have so much news to cover. So we'll go through a lot of this. We'll take the break uh, breaks at a couple different times. We have an other stuff from Tom uh, and other stuff from Kirk. And a review from Tom uh, that we need to get to you guys that have been sitting on ice for a couple of weeks now. So uh, we've got a lot. Uh, it's going to be a packed show with all kinds of craziness. And we're, uh, we're just loving every minute of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Skillet is set to record their ninth album this summer. Wow. Nine. That's so weird to think about that being their ninth record. Yeah, right? I mean, I don't know just, how I feel about that. That just makes me feel a heck of old, man. It's just not good. Yeah. So uh, the story says moving their recording plans away from the back burner. Rock band Skillet's cooking up some new material. In a new interview with Billboard, John Cooper states that they have written over 15 new songs and have plans for more. The band plans mm-hmm. to record this summer with Brian Howes, who produced their album Comatose. Yeah, so that ought to be interesting. We'll uh, have to keep an eye on that and see what happens uh, in that regard. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me see here. Reliant K is actually working on some new music as well. So uh, a tweet from Mark Lee Townsend uh, has kind of semi-confirmed that Reliant K is currently in the studio. The band's been posting photos of instruments and rustic surroundings. Uh, Mark Lee has produced some of Reliant K's Reliance K. I've been away from this for too long. Uh, uh, in the past years, uh, in the past, saying uh, five score and seven years ago, and uh, that's one of the things that he has uh, produced in the past. He also did. Uh, let's see. His let's see. An old cottage is similar to the recording process used when making their 2009 record "Forget and Not Slow Down," which is one of my favorites personally. Yeah. So which is, now here's what really blows my mind. In a big way. 2009, six years ago, right. is really the last normal Reliant K album we got. <laughs> well, and maybe that's why uh, their drummer uh, left. And, uh, Andrew Ethan left. Luck. Ethan Luck. Ethan Luck. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why he left, because they weren't making the kind of music that he wanted to be a part of anymore. Yeah, and, and I mean, because I mean, they did they did the uh, K's for karaoke, which was fun, and I enjoyed it, but it's still that... Is not, <laughs> yeah. That is not a holdover for a six-year gap in between real records. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. Which and and then this was also pointed out in this in this news blurb that we received. It's that it's weird because not only is Ethan Luck not in the band anymore. Apparently, according to their social media, really only Matt Teeson and Matt Hoops are the only like permanent members of the band. So. Right. 
it'll be interesting to see what they do in regards to touring. And I mean, it could just be that they're like, we're okay with it just being the two of us. That means that the cut is, is less and then we can just hire on some touring musicians and um, go from there. Yeah. So I don't know. We shall see what that uh, becomes. Uh, I said semi-confirmed and uh, Fool for God says semi-confirmed question mark. And Kirk says sounds like a band name. Semi-confirmed. Welcome to the stage, <laughs> semi-confirmed. I could totally see that as Maybe. a band name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Jeremy Springs' side project has a new single out. Paul, you, uh, you have a clip, it looks like. So why don't you, uh, why don't you talk about it and then uh, share that clip with us? Well, see, I thought I had a clip, and now I don't see it. This is just really not my day. But I do have a clip. It's somewhere, so I'm going to look for it while I'm talking to you about it. But, yeah, Crusoe, of course, is the new project from Jeremy Spring. And I really like it. And we played a clip from one of their other songs I think was called, like, Atomic Dove. Um, mm-hmm. And I really like that one, too. And I think it's interesting because we've we talked about this briefly before, but Jeremy Spring kind of pushed back against the whole, like, uh, goatee records wanting them to be more pop but then he has a side project that's very like electronic and it's not really pop as such but it's definitely very different from a band in kansas and uh, you know the only thing we can figure is maybe he just wanted it to be a separate thing and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but right uh the new song is called no it's k and then uh open bracket in oh, i'll put up the bracket picture. people w. can yeah people can see the the pick now of of what oh okay that is. so there you go so you know how it's spelled but anyway you can check out the full song on soundcloud but let's hear a clip I just do. It's cool. It's got a cool groove to it. Yeah, and I especially love the dun 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 dun. dun. It makes me think of Genesis and Phil Collins. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, yeah. what song that's from. <laughs> uh, Land of Confusion. There you go. That's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. So anyway, Crusoe. I don't know yet what the what the outcome of that is going to be. I did recently see on Facebook that he's heading up, I guess, to Maine to work on more Crusoe okay. stuff. Cool. So. Don't know why Maine, but hey, why not? Maybe he just needs the lobster for inspiration. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah. Fine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Play-Doh. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't that the stuff kids use to like make stuff out of? Old stuff with? Yeah. <laughs> no. Which, uh, which, do you know the original purpose of Play-Doh, like before it became a toy? Was it a plastic explosive? No. <laughs> no, but wouldn't that be horrible? It's like, well, no. Oh, so shoot. you mean all they need to do is put a fuse in this thing? Well, apparently the uh, Silly Putty was actually they were trying to create a plastic explosive and they accidentally created Silly Putty. Oh, OK. Well, I, I, with, with uh, Play-Doh, it was like wallpaper glue remover. Oh, isn't that weird? Yeah, I would never think that in a million yeah, years. or it may not have been. I don't know. It had something to do with wallpaper, like getting it. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with getting it down. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it was just the glue part. But yeah, it's like they're like, this is weird. And they were selling it, but it wasn't selling really great. But then one of the one of the 
like owner's kids started just playing with it and molding around. They're like, huh, what if we made this a more fun color than beige and we put it, you know, I think we got something here. Okay, so. before we finish, before we continue, I should say, not before yeah. we finish, because, yeah, never mind. Kirk uh, actually said it's it's an in-the-air tonight riff, and that is way more accurate than Land of Confusion. That I can feel oh, okay. it coming in the air tonight, the drum, yeah, the whole Genesis yeah. thing, definitely in the air tonight. And, um, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. And uh, Fool for God got it dead on, wallpaper cleaner. There you go. So he's, he's oh yeah, that's right. Wallpaper cleaner. It was it was just to rub all the dirt off the wallpaper without hurting the wallpaper. There that's you right. go. So fantastic. Go. All right, now back to Plato. So Plato and DJ Sean P or Sean Patrick are yeah. going to release a new album titled 1985 Party Time Excellent, <laughs> which you can't help but thinking of Wayne's World when right. you uh, you know when you see that. It just um. Can't help it at all. So uh, on March 3rd is when it's supposed to debut. The project is designed to help the duo raise funds to help release another new project titled We Buy Gold. Right. Uh, So they have a promo video, and there's a new track called No Requests. And uh, I think you've got a copy of that track or a sample of that track, Paul? I do. I do. Uh, Actually, I have two samples from him, but... um yeah, so I, I've got the the that track no request and it's it's kind of fun. So here we go. Let's just play it. Play Doh is my name. I keep it clean and alive. I want to jam that circa 1985. Yeah. Me and I'm Marty McFly. We just trying to get it back to 1985. We got the fire on the track. Parker Lewis, Kane Lewis, mixing Johnny number five and Huey Lewis and Nerds. I'm also hip to the square, kick to the snare. Revenge of the nerd word play, man, it isn't fair. The party people know the deal. We got to fight for the right. The brass monkey in the trunk. I'm getting wild for the night. <laughs> Got the brass monkey in the trunk. <laughs> All right, anyway, so, Beastie Boys, so yeah, back right there. Yeah, yeah. Good deal. <laughs> so anyway, so that's a clip of No Request. Now I've also got a clip of the song that I think the picture is from, which is called Satan Angle, and it is a uh, it's a song that you can grab for free off of their Bandcamp. That's just a single. It was just released as a single. Um, doesn't really have anything to do with the fundraising efforts for No Gold, which uh, or We Buy Gold. At, I'm sure it makes sense, and I'm sure they're, 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 they've thought this through. But just as on a, on a surface level, it's like, okay, so you're making an album to raise money so you can make a different album. It's like, why don't you just make the first one in the first place? But, or the second one in the first <laughs> place. But, you know, but apparently they want, they want uh, We Buy Gold to like be like the epitome of everything. Like they want it to be like the best production they've ever done. They want it to really have the time. And they're really running this like a Kickstarter. Like okay. you can do pre-orders and and get like bundles of stuff and whatever. But anyway, uh, here's a clip from St. Dangle, which is a little bit different flavor, but still definitely Play-Doh and, and Sean P and, yeah, it's just fun. I did some tours. I saw a couple hundred at my shows. I made some fans for shaking hands with each and every one. I gained some knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Man, I raised my son. I chopped some breaks. I made mistakes. I made some enemies. I saw some fakes who really ain't who they pretend to be. I want to do a song about it. Call them out. Call them on it. Self-righteous sword. They cut me off with. Now they falling on it. But I'm true to them what I wish they would do to me. Hold them down and love them beautifully and keep some unity. I choose to be who I be. Never using faith foolishly because pimping Jesus and church for jewelry isn't cool to me (laughs) i love that last line (laughs) yeah i i need to invest in some of his music that sounds really really good yeah yeah and he's interesting he pushes the envelope in so many different ways that would you say he's like the steve taylor of hip-hop 
I don't know. I mean, in some ways, I guess he could be. Um, but it, the things that he chooses to put in there lyrically, like half of them, I'm like, yeah. And the other half, I'm like, Ooh, I totally wouldn't have done that, <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. And he's definitely one of those, he and, uh, and Heath McNeese, both are people that remind me constantly over and over again. It's like, these are talented artists mm-hmm. and I don't have to agree with everything because I listen to stuff on mainstream radio from time to time that I know I don't believe in 99% of what they're, they're about. Right. And you know, it's okay that we have a difference of opinion on different things, and I don't have to like everything, but uh, it's definitely interesting artistry, and, it, and if nothing else, it will make you think. Yeah, good deal. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, uh, this just goes to show you how old this document is, Paul, because uh, it talks about uh, Will McGinnis being the only original member of Audio Adrenaline right. 2.0, but <laughs> since then, Audio Adrenaline 2.0 <laughs> is completely defunct now, and they've moved right. on to Audio Adrenaline 3.0, and That's there right. are no original band members left. Will McGinnis said, I'm done. I've had it with all you guys. Get the heck out of my front yard. Right. <laughs> and I'm so weirded out by this. And, and I'm, I apologize for leaving that old one up. I didn't know. I just kind of glanced at this and went by. And I was like, totally. oh, yeah, I thought you were doing it. Well, good. I just, it allowed me a wonderful segue into the current story. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I, I don't, I, ah, I don't get it. Okay. And it's so funny so, because, go ahead. Here's what we know. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know Will McGinnis is no longer with audio adrenaline in a performing capacity. I'm sure he still sits on like the board of directors with Mark Stewart and they have like some creative control, I would think over certain aspects of what the band does. And, you know, I mean, it's their name typically it's their name that's on it still, you know, it's, it's, um, it's still kind of their baby, I think in a lot of ways. Um, but they, uh, they're not in the band anymore. You've got Adam Ag, who is now the lead singer. So Stellar Card, Stellar Card, right? Yeah. Stellar Card is now on hiatus. You've got uh, Dave from Waverly, uh, formerly of Waverly, who is no longer. They don't exist anymore. Uh, who is, I think, uh, guitar and probably yeah, backing I, vocal. I would guess. I would hope so. <laughs> And those are really the only two names that that I recognize at all. Yeah, I don't know who the other dudes are. I mean, that hasn't been definitely part of the conversation for very much, if at all. I mean, no one seems to be like, oh, yeah, those two guys from this band. I mean, they might have been in other bands, but if it's somebody that we've heard of, no one's talking about it. Yeah, it's so so weird. It's so weird. But I want to know what happened to Abandon's vocalist, Josh Engler. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> he didn't even he didn't even get a song. Like Yeah. They didn't even release a single. They brought Adam in and Dave and they actually created a single and put it out there and said, Hey everybody, look, this is the new audio adrenaline 3.0. And then we yeah. go back to the whole thing of why are they still calling themselves audio adrenaline? Why aren't they calling them something else? Right. You know. I mean uh Kirk says, so now it's just a name like Petra. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Fool for God says it's what sells. And Kirk says, yeah. And that's what's sad. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, and the part that, that, that I know is going to be the hardest part for most of us to swallow was I, uh, I, I followed Audio Adrenaline on Facebook and they posted a, hey, look, this is what happened at last night's show on this tour because they're opening for the Newsboys, I guess, which right. is, you know, 
that entire other can of worms that we could get into, but I don't think it's nearly as bad as this. Well, but uh, I mean, the Newsboys had one guy change. One guy? Well, they had one guy change, but I mean, if you still want to get into it, I mean, the sound yes. very much changed. They have no original members. I mean, in, it's a more gradual change to what is now audio adrenaline but it yes. was you know it was a member here member there and then finally once it get down to to michael tate it was really just a one person switch over from the previous iteration but yeah this is like completely like throw out the bathwater. let's get a new tub going because this is right. just it's a whole redo it, yeah but anyway so they posted a clip of them doing big house with the full new lineup. And of course it was a cell phone video. There was nothing great about oh, I, it at I all. I didn't see that at all. And it was like on the side of the stage. <laughs> see, and it's like 10, 15 seconds long. It's just long enough for you to hear them go, big, big house, lots and lots of room, big, big table, with lots and lots of food, big, big yard, we can play football. And it's my father's house. And then that was it. I mean, you basically got the chorus, but you're just sitting there going, so, I know that this makes me a horrible pessimist, but I feel like I'm watching karaoke right. or a cover band. And see, and here's the here's the thing. I really like Adam from Stellar Cart. I do too. I think the guy, honestly, he's he's got a great voice, and yeah. I love what Stellar Cart has accomplished. I feel like yeah. for a Christian pop punk band, lyrically, he's way ahead of the curve in in as far as um, being very out front about his faith. I mean, songs like uh, Me and Jesus, I think, are fantastic. We Shine, I think, is another yeah. fantastic song. I mean, it's all these things that, that Adam has done. Hopefully, he'll be able to bring that to Audio Adrenaline. I hope they don't try to, to put that part of adam down like i hope he does a lot of the writing and and that kind of stuff but it just it makes me sad that stellar cart just went through this whole rebirth where adam was the yeah. only original guy left still you know right. he's got a whole brand new band hanging out with him and i really liked the criminals and kings album i enjoyed yeah. it i thought it was really really good so all of this just surprises me i guess is the big thing yeah, I mean, does. I'm glad Dave got a new job. <laughs> yeah, because I liked Waverly. I just they didn't yeah. do anything after uh, was it conquering the fear of flight. They really didn't do much after that album. Right, they, they toured did an on EP it. that didn't get nearly the publicity because it that wasn't it needed as to do good. Yeah, it wasn't as good, and that's the problem. Is I think they were trying to get signed, and so they tried to make themselves a little more watered down in the hopes that somebody would would dive in and, and want to invest and it just never happened. Right. Right. And of course the other thing that we get out of the, the dissolution of, uh, of Waverly is having Hollywood join uh, family force five. That is true. He was their drummer when they broke up. Right. But, right. So, I mean, that's um, one thing. And of course, Matt went on to play. He now plays for house of heroes. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's three of the members of Waverly who are now in other more popular bands which is good for them but yeah. i don't know there's just a lot of there's just a lot of questions i have i hope that they do well i hope it all works well but at the same time i, I just i don't know well we'll have, have you heard the new soon. song yet i i have not i've had a i've had a difficult time bringing myself to uh to dive in and listen to it honestly it's uh it's uh it, it, it's uh it's generic is it very very generic yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's what sad. makes me sad is is i would love it if it was anything specific at this point i mean it just feels like it could be 
any new band. Like, it doesn't feel like it has any of the trademarks that any of the known band members or even Will McGinnis or whoever wrote the song would have. Mm -hmm. It just feels like a new pop rock worship band putting out a song that would be like, if it was, if it had any other name stamped on it, everyone would be like, oh, that's okay, but I'm not going to call and request it, you know? So I just don't know. I mean, I I, I hope it was that a it bit turned K Lovey too. Good. That it was kind of, it's a bit on the mellow side, from what I hear. Yeah, I, you know. Oh yeah. Well, and I think the most interesting thing about this whole situation is because of social media, we've been able to have all of these people put in input. Like Kevin Max has put in his two cents about this. Um, Mark has put in his two cents about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name. Is it? Um, their former drummer from when they were right before they broke up. Uh, I can't remember his name to save my life. Anyway, he put in his two cents and it's been varied, which I think is interesting. Right. Because uh, the former drummer was like, I really don't like this. He goes, you know, I, I wish them the best. I don't wish them ill. Right. But I really wish they would just call it at this because <laughs> it just feels weird now. It just Start does. a new band name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and Kevin was was like, you know, look. I'm not part of the band anymore, so don't don't think that I really have a vested interest in this. Right. I love all the people involved. I hope it does well. I'm not sure I like it either, but I hope you know I hope that it does well. And of course, Mark was like, "Hey, I I don't keep on looking to find a new me because right. this it's not what it's about. You know, this they're, these guys are different. They're going to do things differently, and that's fine." And, you know, I'm still involved with kind of what they do. And I am super stoked for a new generation of it. And I'm just like, that's great, but it doesn't have to be called Audio Adrenaline. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's the big thing for everyone is, you know, you can do a lot with this without sacrificing. I don't know. They're just it it feels like they're they're trading on the name, which Kirk has mentioned a couple of times in the chat room. You know, they're trading on the name. They're hoping the name allows them the acceptance and the recognition that they may be looking for. But so they're going to have to. Put out music that's going to live up to that, you know? Yeah. And and ultimately, I think I I think I I had a miraculous shining moment the other day of clarity as to why this is so irritating. Okay. Because on one hand, it's just it's basically just a new band, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't care if it was just another new band, right? But basically, it's almost like it keeps on. It it feels like it keeps on rubbing in the fact that Audio Adrenaline isn't really together anymore. Right. I mean, That's what true. we know, like salt in the wound. Yeah, it's like a salted wound. It's like a constant reminder that the band doesn't really exist anymore. I mean, it's a different entity, but it's just a name. It doesn't really matter. Right. But it's gone, and it's not coming back. Mark's not coming back. That's. I mean, his voice isn't going. I mean, it could. I mean, there's, 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 you know, there's always miracles and healing, but I don't really see that being the thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's not coming back. The other part of it is, is it's also the thing, especially for those of us who are in rock. It almost feels like the same argument that you have with your friend who thinks that they like rock music and constantly tell everybody they like rock music, but Cutlass is their favorite band. Right. <laughs> it's the combination of those two things that are so irksome because it's like, okay, Audio Adrenaline is not coming back. Oh, I was going to have a postcard every day that reminds me, Audio Adrenaline isn't coming back. Right, and right. then you have that combined with all these other you know people who are like, I like Audio Adrenaline. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Audio Adrenaline before they were cool. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Tim reminded so. me that uh, the, the single that the new Audio A has put out is actually a rewrite of a Josiah James tune. Right. Which And I love Josiah James. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and like I said, it, has, it, it, it is sad because it's, it's almost like it's tainting music that wouldn't otherwise be thought of as being obnoxiously bad because there's nothing wrong with the song. Right. There's nothing wrong with the band members. There's nothing wrong with the performance. Right. It's just tainted by the fact that it's not what we would like it to be. Exactly. That's exactly right. So You're dead anyway. on there. You really are. <sighs> okay. Let's take a break. All right. Let's take a break. <laughs> Decompress. It's been a while since we've had a review from Tom. So let's yeah, Tom. Let's hear what it is that uh, that Tom has to say. All right. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. And a hard place. New music. The baby-faced Christian metalcore icon Aaron Gillespie is back with another offering, his second solo release, which dropped February 3rd, called Grace Through the Wandering. Drummer slash clean voice for the legendary Under Oath, front man since 2005 for the alternative rock band The Almost, the current touring drummer for the popular Paramore, and you can watch him preach the occasional sermon, Aaron's a pretty busy boy. And it's because of that that Grace was recorded whenever and wherever it could be. Literally around the world, Aaron worked on this project. While on tour with Paramore, Aaron would track where he could. Italy, France, Nashville, wherever he could just set up a makeshift studio and lay down. Gillespie has an extremely distinct voice that sails on top of and fits inside of multiple musical styles. And with that, this album offers a wide array of genres, feels, and tempos. From big arena-style vibes like the first single Praise Him, to the more intimate and vulnerable A Love Like Yours, to an indie rock vibe like in the track Meet Me, and don't forget the synth-laden throwback feel of Hold Me Close. Though there is a variety of style, not very many musical chances are taken on this record, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. The musical decisions on this album show that Aaron's at a stage in his life and career where he knows what he wants and he has nothing to prove. I didn't expect a heavy record by any means with Grace, but I did think that Aaron might bring a bit more grit than he did. Nothing too deep lyrically on this record either, very accessible and generic, somewhat akin to Hillsong United. A good number of the words are community-oriented and obviously intended for groups to sing together. On that note, they are very singable, and youth bands everywhere could easily pick these tunes up. One other thing I'll say about the lyrics is that whereas Aaron's work in Under Oath and The Almost was clothed in artistic imagery, his solo releases, Grace included, he's straightforward, clear as a bell, singing right to God in honest, passionate worship. Some songs worth noting have to be the percussive and joy-filled up-tempo number, Praise Him. It's just one of those songs that are made for the car, where you look like a fool when you pull up to a stoplight as you're shouting at the top of your lungs. Great tune. I also really enjoyed the track, Keep Me In. Just a well-balanced but meaningful mid-tempo with some transparent lyrics that beg God to guard his heart and mind. 
Oh, and it also has a stellar drum track, which is expected in a Gillespie record. From time to time, I hear a song from an artist, and I feel this weird feeling inside, a little voice of jealousy, a wish that I had written the song. And that's how I felt when I heard You Alone Are God. I just love the overall tones and dynamics paired with the direct worshipful lyrics. And finally, you just gotta hear Gillespie's take on the classic and my favorite 300-year-old hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. I think he does Robert Robinson justice, even if he transforms it into a blues piece. It's got pure soul. Give it a listen. Aaron is one of the most respected men in Christian music today, with nearly equal regard in the non-Christian realm. I'm almost certain that in 20 years, we'll think of Gillespie along the same lines as we esteem a Michael Sweet today, a well-traveled minstrel that has earned every accolade he's ever received. If you're already a fan, well, then you must add Grace to your collection. But even if you're just looking for some new songs to express your worship to your king, either by yourself or with your community, pick this record up. I give Grace Through the Wandering by Aaron Gillespie three rocks out of five. For the Rock in a Hard Place podcast, I'm Tom Levante. I love how he says Gillespie. <laughs> yeah. Must be a I'm glad Canadian it wasn't just thing. <laughs> Gillespie. Yeah, Gillespie. I love it. Uh, so Kirk says, uh, not a huge fan of the new Aaron album. The music is very Tomlin polished with his gritty vocals. Um, it's a strange contrast. Tim says he's still trying, uh, still deciding on playing praise him on broken. And, uh, Bruce says, uh, there are many songs that I like that are not theologically sound and it's the understanding and inner arguments against their poor theology, uh, that helps to make me stronger. So that's a kind of a side conversation about some of the yeah. things that were going on in the chat room with uh, different stations that won't play certain songs because they don't feel that they are as theologically sound as they need to be, which, you know, radio stations are going to make that determination based off of what they feel their audience wants, um, whether that's right or wrong is a whole different uh, is a whole different thing. So, yeah. you know, just okay. one of those, uh, we got to figure it out for whatever it is, you know? Which is sad because on one hand, yes, it's, you got to follow your conscience. Although it's, it's so funny for us because it's weird being a person who is not typically a trained theologian or preacher who is following their conscience on how to lead many. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, even if it is just through what music we play. But yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting how that can come to be. Oh, boy. But, All right. Uh, let's see. Keeping going with what we have, uh, Pacific Gold. Now, I don't know anything about uh, this band, Paul. So why don't you okay. kind of take the reins on this one and, and fill us in on Pacific Gold? Sure. Pacific Gold is a band that just recently got signed to Bad Christian Records. Um, they have an EP that you can grab on uh, Noise Trade for free. And this was actually one of my Noise Trade picks, uh, or was going to be, I think, a couple of weeks ago, which it's not now. You can check it out, though. It's on Noisetrade.com, Pacific Gold. And um, they have a style that's interesting. They, they're kind of a folk rock thing, but they're also a real big fan of repurposing hymns and giving them a different sound. Maybe um, maybe changing up a, a little bit here and there, not only in the style, but maybe some of the lyrics, uh, so it kind of freshens them up a little bit. But they're a big fan of taking hymns that are not necessarily as widely known and bringing them back to the forefront. 
So they have a new album that's going to be called Sing My Welcome Home. It's going to drop on uh, Bad Christian on March 3rd. And if you guys are interested, definitely you can check out stuff on, on Bandcamp from them and on Noisetrade.com for their EP. And it's interesting. It's pretty good. It's, it's very different. Cool. Good deal. Uh, let's see. Thousand Foot Crutches Untraveled Road is free on iTunes through Monday. Now, is this current? Yes, this is current. Oh. I just put that up there like about 30 seconds I, ago. I so thought so. You can grab it through the 23rd. Awesome. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great yeah, song. Good, should good check track. it out. It's their current single, I believe, right now. Yes. Yes, it is. So it is. And if you're and if you're getting it through the iTunes app, it's really easy because you can just scroll down and it'll be a big button that says free on iTunes. Whereas if you're doing the desktop version, you actually kind of have to go all the way over to the right where it's just text links. Mm-hmm. And under uh, where it says new artists, the next one down is free on iTunes and it'll be in there. Awesome. And uh, they've kind of taken the Google Play lead where they're putting up more than just one single for free a week which i think is really cool okay um so yeah but anyway that's one of the many ones that's for free up there i was uh my aunt got a new car and it can't it comes with um the sirius xm satellite radio and so she pays for that and she came up uh last weekend or the weekend before weekend before uh the weekend you were having so much internet troubles that we couldn't uh that we couldn't right. record, you know? Um, and so I ended up having to run to the store and she's like, Oh, take my car. Well, like I'm going to say no to driving a brand new car. Right. Um, so we get in the car and I flip it over to octane on XM and they have this whole thing. They're, they're going to play Trevor's new single. Uh, right. and they gave him an opportunity to talk a little bit about the single. And it was neat how, you know, he didn't pull any punches, like talking about his faith in regards to the song and they played right. everything that he said uh nice. from what i could tell so it was it was kind of neat just to see that he's got an opportunity to be a crossover artist without i think intentionally pushing towards that you know what i mean right yeah yeah so for sure i think it's uh i think it's definitely good well paul i'm not gonna steal this next story from you this is uh <laughs> This is definitely all yours. Just uh, give me like a thumbs up when you want me to put the picture up before you tell people about this new thing. Oh, okay. All right, will do. Okay, so it is no mystery that Steve Taylor is one of my favorite artists of all time. The record from last year, uh, Goliath, which is him and under his new moniker, Steve Taylor and the Perfect Foil, uh, which is just, it's a phenomenal record. It's one of my favorite ones of last year. And I, I every time a track comes up in Shuffle in my car, I'm just like, yes, <laughs> yes, just Yes. So, I mean, it's good stuff. Well, we've all known that, uh, of course, through the Kickstarter campaign that they did, that they were going to be releasing it on vinyl. And I think a lot of people assumed that it was just going to be on vinyl just for those people who were Kickstarter supporters. And then they announced that it's going to be released on Sounds Familiar, which is Danielson's uh, record label, which I didn't even know he had one until this. So I felt rather informed <laughs> after that. So I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. That weird, quirky dude's got a record label. Sweet yeah. deal. And he's going to not only be opening for Steve Taylor on the next leg of the tour but his label is going to put it out on vinyl and then shortly after they announced that they're like oh yeah it's also going to be on a fourth format that's right the fourth format is the only other one that is defunct that's not a track it's a cassette tape (laughs) (laughs) so if you are one of those people who has just totally shirked the idea of having a cd player in your car or a usb into your your deck on your you know your dash and you just really are a fan of the cassette tape have no fear you don't have to dub it off a cd onto cassette anymore you can buy a brand new out of the package 
published version of Goliath on cassette. I wonder, does it come in the old style cassette case that you open up and it's got the liner notes and all of that? You can actually go to their Facebook page and they've they posted the design, like the the graphic design artwork that will be on the cassette and the fold out papers as well. That's impressive. I have no idea why. And it's weird because they're not it's there it's not without precedent. Evidently there were several um people, including uh Skrillex, who released a cassette release just because. And it sold thousands upon thousands upon thousands of copies. People are just like, Well, I gotta have it. <laughs> I may never listen to it, but I gotta have it. And unfortunately, I may be falling into that category. I don't yeah. know. I don't have the money to do it right yeah. now, but I'm I'm very uh interested. <laughs> so uh Kirk says that he has a friends band who's doing that as well. And yeah. uh, that the cassette comes with an MP3 download code also. So yeah, I, I wouldn't know if Steve is doing that same does. thing, but it would make sense to me to, you know, pay for the music. You get this cool classic uh, contraption that, uh, you know, you wonder how many kids nowadays understand what a cassette tape is. You right. know, <laughs> I mean, or I it's grew connection up, to a pencil. Well, that's the thing. I grew up with eight track. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm very familiar with how eight track works and everything like that. Uh, oh, Bruce says he has a uh, says I have a cassette player that will plug into my USB. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So there you go. I have one of those <laughs> two for my church because I take old cassette tapes of sermons and archive them digitally. So I have oh. it's uh, it's kind of huge. It's like this big. Um, hmm. It's this huge box, and it's like the old school. It's got the push down buttons on yeah. it. You know the the. Tangible style, buttons, tangible, yeah, tangible buttons and stuff. It's it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. So <laughs> good deal. So Steve Taylor fans rejoice. Cassette tape coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, looks like red jumpsuit apparatus is going to be hitting the road in March and April with some other bands, uh, namely uh, a Skylit Drive, Wolves at the Gate, For the Win, and Breaking Through. Mm-hmm. That uh, tickets are available at redjumpsuit.com if you're interested. Uh, tons of sponsors down at the bottom. I'm seeing like Red Bull and Yahoo and Twitter and PV, 1964 yep. ears. I mean, there is a ton of sponsors at the bottom of the uh, at audio. the bottom of the poster. But uh, they're going to be in San Francisco at the DNA Lounge on the 13th. So that's nice for us up here if we wanted to uh, go check them out. I don't see Oregon. Yeah, you can Listed. imagine that. Uh, <laughs> they're going the other direction. They're going yeah. from California south. Yeah. So they're going from California to Arizona to Texas, and then they'll end up in Florida. So, yeah, they're just they're they're starting short of us and they're ending in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sounds that's about a right. bummer. Yeah, yeah. It's typical, huh? Mm-hmm. Typical, typical. All right. Dangerous. Yeah. In Pop Record signs the band Consumed by Fire. Pop yeah. Rock Act Consumed by Fire is signed with In Pop and will release their first single, Walk Through the Fire, uh, to radio in April. The track's also featured in the film Four Blood Moons and will release as part of the soundtrack June 23rd. The group will release their label debut this fall. And uh, if you go to Indivision and read the article, there is a music video for This Home that you can check out as well. It's interesting. Now, these guys, I, I know we're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but if you're a fan of Ravenhill or Need to Breathe, 
it's that type of style. They don't right. sound exactly like either one of those bands, but very much kind of a southern country pop rock sound that I think will will do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Pop Records has signed the artist V Rose. So uh, In Pop has been a little busy lately signing some people. Uh, that pre- they have. Yeah. And apparently she has like a full press release, I think, on her Facebook explaining why she left uh, Flame's record label, Clear Sight Music, or at least why she chose to sign with, with In Pop. Now that's um, Flame, the rap artist, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. Just making sure so, I have the tie in there properly. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I think she's one of those people who, when I was first hearing about her and I was just reading little blurbs, I was like, oh, I will really like this person. But her stuff never did connect with me like I thought it would. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that move will will make her music have a little bit better mass appeal. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say. But I know why M-Pop's doing it, though. Why is that? Because Stellar Cart just went on hiatus. Oh, oh. That's a- <laughs> that might have a little something to do with it. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we go any further, let's take another quick break. And uh, yes. let's see. Kirk has been uh, sitting on this other stuff for, or we've been sitting on Kirk's other stuff for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and <laughs> Sorry to be sitting on your other stuff yeah, there, sorry, bud. <laughs> sorry to be sitting on your other stuff there, Kirk. But uh, let's get this out there. I think that uh, you guys are going to appreciate this. It's a little bit different even for what we've for what he's done in the past. Ooh. So uh, I'm I'm kind of excited about this one. So uh, let's let's let her rip here and see what happens. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> you may be asking, what is rock music doing on the other stuff? Well, mainstream rock band Papa Roach has released their first album, Fear, since lead singer Jacoby Shaddix talked about his Christian faith and his struggle. So, has the music changed? To begin with, I must say, I have to respect the decisions the band has made. Shaddix didn't leave the band and go make a Christian album and hide in the Christian market. He stayed with his band. And lyrics on the album are not beating people over the head with his new faith but showing his struggle, his changes, and his hope. It's not the rock album of sex, drugs, partying, and abuse. To be honest, many of the lyrics on the album could be about him and his relationship with Christ or him and his relationship with his wife, family, and friends. There's some really raw emotions and lyrics on this album. And a word of warning... There are some curse words on a couple tracks. I'm not here to debate their use, but I want to let you know so you can treat them as you see fit. The music on the album is good postmodern rock, and it's one of the better albums I've heard in the last few years. Check out Papa Roach's Fear at all retailers. This has been Captain Kirk with the other stuff for the Rock and the Hard Place podcast. Awesome. Nice work, Kirk. Thank you so much for that. Very, very appreciative of uh, you taking the time to put that out there. So, um, yeah. good deal. Uh, let's see now. Slow Speak 
has oh no sorry we got a family force five deal to talk about first that we do yeah <laughs> family force five has released a single uh just in time for valentine's day that was last saturday yeah <laughs> uh yeah we yeah. we we missed it because because we yeah. were busy and it uh, was free at the time too so yeah bad. so sorry about that uh but they have released a new single it's called hold your hand and it's in celebration of valentine's day and uh paul the the note here says you have a clippy clip i do have a clippy clip let's right. play the clip let's clip 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 So if you want to know how I feel about that song, reference our audio adrenaline conversation. Well, I'm just I'm wondering when Family Force 5 decided it was OK to start uh, supporting robot love. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's my question. <laughs> no, I see. I have an answer for you, though. Oh, do you? It's just a different artistic representation of Luke Skywalker's robotic hand. The rest of him is real life person. Uh, okay, well, that goes up a little higher than just the hand, because that's where Luke Skywalker's hand got cut off, was right yeah. at the wrist. Well, but that's the reason I'm this saying it's an artistic up. representation. Maybe that's just the glove part, you know, that, that secures it around the rest of his arm. Mm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's a reach. <laughs> uh, yes. So Slow Speak has launched a new publishing company. Uh, and it's funny, they're calling it Eden Speak, which for those of you who might not remember, Slow Speak Records started out originally as Eden Records and then later on changed their name to Slow Speak. Uh huh. So very cool. Uh, the company exists to give the most innovative and quality songwriters the tools they need to succeed in the licensing industry. Uh, the current roster consists of both reputable, reputable Hollywood composers with over 15 years of experience and indie rock creatives. Uh, the pool of talent gives music supervisors exactly what they're looking for. Eden Speaks catalog already contains 500 carefully curated tracks, and the team led by Slow Speak Records founder uh, Kelly Cross and Davey Basinger have secured placements with and created custom compositions for Electronic Arts, MTV, Disney, and various mobile games. Yeah. So uh, good on them for, for finding a new way to be able to fit within the market. Yeah, no kidding. And I think that there is such a quality group of people, and they're putting out good stuff. Because I've been I, um, one of the things that's going to come up next week is we're having uh, Fever Fever on the Christian Rock 20. Cool. And it was just a huge pleasure to talk with their lead singer about what they're doing. And I'm just amazed at the diverse set of talent that slow speak has found. Cause I know that a lot of people have kind of gotten on the bandwagon of hating on tooth and nail because they don't like the direction that it's going. They think they can't find good people to sign. And of course that seems to be kind of the direction that, that uh, every record label seems to be getting dogged on. It feels like everyone's favorite bands are, are bands that are not signed mm -hmm. whether because they've never gotten signed in the first place or because they've gone off of a label. Um, and I think that Slow Speak is doing a really good job of, of kind of staying ahead of the curve in a different way than Tooth & Nail did when they started out. But, I mean, it's not the same music that Tooth & Nail would be likely to sign. 
but it works really well and i think it's all very relevant to now and it's just good stuff so yeah. I'm, I'm happy that davy is staying in the midst of all that and it's survived good deal uh yeah we'll see what happens it's kind of a it's yeah. kind of a weird place to see them being you know yeah. doing this but you know, Tim had an opportunity. I'm about to sneeze. So those of you watching the video, that's that's why <laughs> I look like I do. Because uh, you know how it's like right there? Yeah. And it just doesn't want to come? Uh, yeah. You know, this is we podcast this stuff live, folks. Yeah. No editing here. <laughs> I'm too lazy for that. Um, <laughs> Tim had an opportunity to talk with both Davey and with, uh, with Brad Hagman from Talkie. And, you know, they're really trying to push into the mainstream market and not into the Christian market. That's kind of where they feel that their mission is. And that's why it's been hard for us to get a lot of details about what's going on with Talkie and the Christian music uh, scene, just because that's where they feel their hearts are, is to to head into that other direction. So, um, you know, slow speak kind of playing both sides of the fence, and I think in a good way. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, I hope for the best for them, uh, in a lot of that, uh, Tim says that, uh, Davey from slow speak is one of my favorite people in music and he's a pretty cool dude. So, yeah. And I think that talkies already had a placement on something. I think it was uh, like a commercial at some point. I think that there was a song of theirs that has done some stuff, uh, recently. And I think that's pretty cool considering they just released like their first published EP. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I'm uh, I'm excited about this kind of stuff that we see uh, that we see coming up. Yeah, and apparently sure. one of Jeremy Springs' "Abandoned Kansas" songs was used by somebody in uh, like American Idol or something. The other yeah, day. turn it to gold. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know. I never got a chance to see what it was. I don't know if it was like somebody performing it for the judges or if it was just no, music in the background. It was, it was just in the background. Like somebody had just gotten their ticket. And they were doing the jump around montage in here and turn it to go. Oh, 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 gotcha. and I was like, that's a bit of Kansas. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. so Jeremy had texted out that it was going to be happening or he Facebooked out that it was going to be happening. Yeah. And so it's it's neat to see them get some recognition in that regard uh, for mm-hmm. for their music that way. So, uh, you know, kudos to them on that as well. Uh, looks like the final story we've got to talk about is uh, a tour by Red. They are getting ready to hit the road. Now, I'm looking at the dates on this, and it looks like it is a mostly east of the Mississippi-type tour. Tennessee, Georgia, They're doing some Midwest dates, but... Yeah, Texas looks like as far uh, this direction as they're coming is like Texas and... Kansas. Kansas and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, they're doing the tour with Islander and uh, another band I've never heard of called Three Years Hollow. Yeah, I don't know about Three Years Hollow. I don't even, I'm assuming they're probably a mainstream band because I I haven't heard anything about them. Yeah. This was the first time I had, you know, they had made any blip on my radar at all. On the radar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So, um, I don't know. We'll have to see what all happens with that that's uh definitely interesting to to see what's going on there all right paul so uh man that was a lot of news yeah that was yeah, a lot of news was. and we're almost at an hour so we'll get ready to wrap this up a little bit um we have your noise trade picks yes and do we have a uh a, a, song a trick 
Chris with the song blender garbage? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, we do. But if if you're scared, we can skip it. No, I, I I'm scared every week, but I still oh, okay. go through with it. So, uh, uh, yeah. alrighty then. Let's. Uh, we'll get. Do you want to do the song blender first, or do you want to do your noise trade picks first? Oh, let's just do the song blender first. Okay. Let's rip the band aid off, shall we? Here oh, we go. Let's okay. The Rock in a Hard Place podcast presents the song blender. Oh, yeah, it is that time, time for the song blender. And, of course, as you well know, we were going to take a short chunk of a song that I know that Chris knows and at least in some ways a fan of. Um, and this is one that we've even talked about several times on the show oh, for okay. a very specific reason. Um, and so we're going to take it, we're going to flip it around backwards, and then we're going to change the pitch on it. And uh, if Chris can't get it from that, then we'll we'll take the pitch bend off of it, and then we'll just play it backwards. And if we can't, if he's... You know, if he's really slow, then we'll just play it forwards, and then all bets are off at that point. So, yes. Anyway, so let's see how he does with this chunk here. Sounds like Brian had Welch. Yeah, it's Brian all part Head of Welch. the same piece. But it's not Brian Head Welch now. What? That's not hypnotized? Nope. Do you want to hear it again? Uh, yeah. All right, let's do it again. <laughs> oh, is, is it uh, Sincerely Ichabod by Project 86? Yes! Woohoo! Nice! <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that stupid delay. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be here all week. Thank you. <laughs> see, and I and I picked it specifically for that point because I wanted you to hear that weird delay and see if it, it resounded as well backwards. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Sincerely Ichabod by Project 86. I got that. Good deal. Right. Now, now let's play the, the, the unfiltered version where it's just the clip for those people who don't know that song as well as we do. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> the worst song to play on the radio because of that dead spot. Because <laughs> in most situations, you cannot hear the little piano bong yeah. bong 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 <laughs> before you start screaming again. So everybody <laughs> panics. <laughs> oh, okay, everything's all right. <laughs> You're just going dead air. Yeah, dead air. Yeah, exactly. Dead air. <laughs> exactly. All right, Paul. So we've got uh, a couple of noise trade picks that you want to share with our audience. Uh, so why don't you let's go ahead and talk about them? Let's do it. All right. So here is the thing, yo. Um, there, there's been. I wish that there was happier news to go along with this noise trade pick. This band is called Ocean Is Theory, and they're already broken up. <laughs> Which makes it kind of weird. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. This is just, it's sad, really, because they, I, this is one of the reasons why I hoped it would be done two weeks ago. But, of course, that day went, you know, you know where and you know what. Right. Um, so, with that being said, they, they had a Kickstarter campaign, or rather an Indiegogo campaign, that was meant to release this album. They didn't feel get a, got a proper release. Like, it was released, but not in the way they wanted to. They didn't like the artwork. And they were going to release it on vinyl this time. Yeah. Yeah, you can look at me. That's all right. Uh, yeah, I love the vinyl. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so they were looking to do that. They did not make their goal. 
they came up way short, like six grand out of 15,000. Um, but it's still worth getting. I mean, I know it's still out there. Um, this oceanist theory record. Um, and I think the cover will be up here in just a second, but the song is called while we're young. I hope you like it. Check it out. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so irritating. Like they're they're gone already. They could they could have done so much. Doggone it. Yeah, exactly. So that is Oceanist Theory. There could have Future been somebody. Fears is the name of the entire record, but um, there could have been a contender. May... <laughs> could have been a contender. Yeah. So I think it's just I think it may just be that one song um, that you can grab on Noise Trade, but it's such a good song. Yeah. And I'm just so sad that, that they're already gone. I'm like, man, I'm just not really getting in touch with them but they're gone i'm just now so, starting to like you right it's like finding out that you've got like a like a grandparent or like a you know a, a like a real like a birth father or something they're like oh that's who that is oh right. they died yesterday. oh yeah now i'll never meet them <sighs> of course this is exactly correlating right i mean it's like there's n- <laughs> they're exactly on the same level and everything uh anyway all right. So the other one is a band that I think we've had on before as far as a noise tray pick. They're called Kingslin. That's Kings and then L-Y-N-N. It's all one word. And they dropped a new single. I'm guessing it's going to be on their next record. The song is called Young Bride. And, oh, man, this is for those of us who really like new wave music. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is just delicious. Cool. And I hope you guys like it. So here we go. Kingslin. <laughs> So there you go. That is Kingsland. The song's called Young Bride. And I, oh, man, I love it. Awesome. I can't wait to hear what else they do. But if you like that, they also have another single that's up and then a EP, I believe, that's up as well on noisetrade.com. Good deal. Uh, the final one is real fast. Uh, the band Linux, of course, is kind of the, the, the vocalist from Philmont going on to do an electronic project. And it's now just him and his wife that do it. I think their, their drummer and other former Philmont member left. Uh, but they just released in the, uh, I guess it's kind of like a remix version of their EP, um, called, uh, I don't know. It's on the picture. Uh, anyway, um, like captivate, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Captive. So it's a captivate remixes EP. And it, some of the songs are ones they've released in other places before, but this particular clip is one that is just now on this one for the first time. It's a remix of my favorite track off that EP called Panic, and I think it holds up really well. So see what you guys think. You know I think it's a perfect Mm. 
Okay. I love both versions of that. Th- that is a really good version, but perfect time to panic. Whenever I hear that phrase, I think of Toy Story. When yeah. It's a perfect time to panic. <laughs> now is the perfect time to panic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. It was uh, awesome. Yeah. So, yes, that's, I mean, and that may very well be what they were going for is, is that kind of a reference. But, uh, right. yeah, it's very, uh, very entertaining. Very entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, so. and the last the last mention of noise trade I'll make for this week is a uh, new release Tuesday released a uh, sampler that's called the NR Teddy <laughs> Bear. <laughs> it's a it's a compilation, yeah, and uh, it's got various artists. So I don't have a clip because that really makes no sense. But it's got a song from Flyleaf on there, a song from Colton Dixon on there, Chris Cobbin, Sixteen Cities, and then a bunch of other people who I don't who know who they are. But there's ten songs total. It's free. Yeah. And I think it's only going to be up there during February. So time will run out very quickly on this. And once again, it's called the NR Teddy Bear Noise Trade Sampler. And it's, if you just search for NRT, you'll find it. It's awesome because the uh, picture that I'm showing right now on the live stream is the uh, it's a Care Bear with right. the new release Tuesday logo on the belly. Yeah. And uh, it says down underneath there, uh, music that hugs you back. That's right. So <laughs> it's uh it's a very cute, very cute yes. picture. So smiley care bear. N R Teddy. Yeah. So check that out as well. Wow. <laughs> so I think that's gonna do it for us for this week, Paul. Agreed. Yeah. Uh wanna thank everyone for tuning in. Those of you who uh come and join us on the live stream, we appreciate that. So thank you very much. If you are missing out on the live stream, we would encourage you if you got time on Saturday mornings. We usually try to start recording at about nine AM Pacific time. Uh, and uh we we do a little bit of pre show sometimes where Paul and I just chat and uh, talk about all kinds of different random things, chat with the folks in the chat room, and then uh, we start the show live. You get to see all the video clips and album art of the different picks of the week and things that we've got going on. Uh, Not only that, you get to see mine and Paul's smiling faces. So, you know, I mean, what more could you ask for in that regard, right? Not a lot. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot at all. So uh, come hang out with us. Join us if you want to. We would love to have you in the chat room. Uh, if you want more info on that, you can go to facebook.com slash rock and a hard place podcast. Uh, if you want to um, be a part of the show, there's many ways to do that. You can partner with us via Patreon. You can check us out at patreon.com slash R-N-A-H-P. That's one way to uh, to donate to the show. You can donate any amount, and it's a recurring donation, so it comes out every month. Uh, we appreciate our donators that we have so far, and if you uh, if you want to help us out, that'd be great. We've got uh, lots of things coming. the The money that we can generate for this show goes back into the podcast to continue to make the podcast better. It will also enable us to do different things, like maybe t shirts or sweatshirts or uh, you know cool coffee mugs or things along those lines. Um, but we can't do that without some kind of investment into the show. Paul and I invest our time every week. We hope that you'll invest some some finances with us to help us continue to do things. We will never, ever charge for the show. So understand that. The show will always be free. We'll always continue to do improvements as we can. Uh, but the finances help us speed those improvements along. It's basically what it boils down to. It takes money to do everything. And uh, and that's where we are right now. Uh, you can also email us at uh, rockin a hard place podcast at gmail dot com. 
a very easy way to get a hold of us. Um, trying to think, is there anything I'm missing? Oh, our sponsor, Tweaked Audio. Yeah. Seven colors, seven styles. Uh, you get uh, a discount if you use the code HARDPLACE, all one word, 33% off. They give you free shipping. They give you a lifetime warranty. I know Kirk, I think, just had to file for his second warranty on his uh, second pair of headphones. So we'll uh, find out from him how that went when he's able to uh, get back into the chat room and chat with us. Um, you know, so check it out. All kinds of different things. And we get a portion of the money spent on those headphones. So if you know somebody who's looking for a pair of headphones or if you yourself might be looking for a pair of headphones, check out tweakedaudio.com and we appreciate their support of this tiny little podcast. Yes. Good stuff. Anything oh. else? I think we're, no. I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're good. Well, how about this? I guess there's just one thing left to say. My name is Chris Cooner and you can call me Sugar Bear. Or Paul Gibson. Well, you can do that, but I mean, that's what everybody does. Right. We'll see you next week.